What the fuck is a reboot? Hello and welcome back to the Plus Minute Reboot. I'm your host, Blake. With me, as always, I'm Kyle, and I too think that Chicago, the Windy City, can blow me. <laughs> well, as said by two people from Milwaukee. All right, what's going on? Our special guest today, from Ruby Rob Minute, we have Ruby Rob himself. Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Really looking forward to talking about this. We got some great minutes. We got uh, five great minutes of a very fun movie. And I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. I hope you guys are too. Yeah, so am I. We are picking up at the reveal of Jay's daughter, which is hysterical. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> Rob, your history with this movie and your face your first time on Close Minute. So your history in the viewers' universe. Okay, well, um, I remember when Clerks came out in 94. I've seen every one of their movies when they came out. I've been a really big fan of watching them. I, I, I sometimes find it to be a little too crude because they, they do cross far too many lines, but it's still a fun franchise to, to watch. And, I mean, this movie I loved because of the fact that they brought back characters from all the other movies. I mean, my favorite movie from the whole series is probably Chasing Amy. So, you know, I don't get those minutes where, where we get to talk about, uh, you know, Holden and all of them, but it still was fun seeing them again. Yeah, we, yeah, we, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a, fun definitely a fun movie to do. And we, and have, we have so many, so many guest, people guest people throughout the minutes, throughout here. The minutes here. It is crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> but, but, as we said, As we, we, continue, said, we on continue on with, with the introduction, introduction of, of Millie. But first, we have um, Sophie Pia. And, um, and um, Sophie Pia is, is Edmund. 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 And, and he is legally, legally, legally deaf. And this is and her first, her first big big role on IMDb. on IMDb. So, so very cool, very cool to bring somebody in here. I actually like her character a lot. Rob, what do you think of her? Well, I, I thought she was she was great. I mean, I, there, there's a lot of things I noticed about her character and the way that she was dressed and the way that she acted. And, you know, the first of all, I, I always wondered what uh, so so Pia really meant. You know, so I, I even looked it up to see what it is. And I found out that it's a Spanish fried pastry. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I did not know, did not know that? that. Come on. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I like, I like that. that. And and I mean, I always think that she she looks like she's dressed like, uh, uh, what's her name, Valerie from, from uh, Josie and the Pussycats. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Because 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 of the way that she has, you know, the two curls on the top of her, or the two little small buns on the top of her head, and with with the way that her clothes look and stuff like that. Now, what I found really funny when I was when I was looking through this is, first of all, I mean. Uh, we, we we do spoilers here, right? Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, fine. So, so I mean, Rosario Dawson is going to appear in a few minutes. She actually played Valerie 
in the live action Josie and the Pussycats. Hmm. So I, I thought there that was go. just great that there's the connection between the two of them. Now, now <laughs> the the character of Valerie on Josie and the Pussycats is usually the character who saves the day with her street smarts and either her mechanical or scientific genius. And the fact that Sophie Pia is basically because she can't hear is the one who saves the day at the end. I thought that was great. I, I don't know if that was done on purpose. I'm not sure if Kevin Smith thought thought about that type of thing, but I saw it and I was like, wow, that, that's just great. It's just such a great connection. That, that is, is pretty fascinating. Oh, I think you're pointing at me to talk. Oh. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, we now introduced to Millie, who is a funny fact they called her the Millennium Falcon, 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 which is hysterical to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw lamp lampshade yeah. hanging on the yeah. Star Wars references. What's so funny about her being Millennium Falcon, Falcon? That means her parents are Hannah's Falcon. That's stranger. Reggie, Reggie Falcon. Reggie Falcon. Yes, yes. We'll get to in a few minutes. But I'm going to talk about the star of the movie that is not James Bond. That, that is Harley Quinn Smith. Smith. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's really, really cool to see her in this, in this movie. movie. Of, of course, Kevin Smith's Smith daughter. And um, I'll run through her quick your history. We have, um, she was Baby Silent Bob and Jane Bob's Great Back. She was in Jersey Girl. She was in Clerks 2 as Kid in Window, which I, I think is hilarious. She <laughs> was in Tusk and Yoga Hosers as the same character. Um, Colleen McKenzie, also known as Clerk um, Girl Number One. She was also, at the same time as this, in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the same time this came out. She also hosts a podcast with her father called um, Vegan Avatar, which is pretty much about be- living the vegan lifestyle. She also does a, in a punk um, band called The Tenth, with the bass player and singer. And the music you hear in the background of the scene is the band The Tenth. The song I Saw Ghost, which is Harley's band, which is off their 2019 album Dunes. <laughs> so well, I think, a, I think in, the, in, this, in these minutes we get two different songs. Yeah, yeah well, this, this is the one from right, right here. here. This is the one so, in the room, right? Yes. yes. So, so that's, that's interesting. interesting. Guys, you like to play that sort of game. You act all innocent, but you're the Uh, Kyle, uh, what, what do you think, think of Harley? Did you hear it? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I'm trying to think of how to put this word. You would think that the only reason she gets cast is because she's the director's daughter, but no, she doesn't seem like that. So it actually seems like she has a talent to back things up here. That is very, very true. Rob, what, what do you think about Harley's debut? And really her role in this movie. I, I thought, thought she did a great job. job. Well, I, I have a lot of trouble with the fact that she is Kevin Smith's daughter because, like, I think about it and I say, okay, if I was doing a movie, would I put my daughter in a role like this and give her these type of lines? You know, again, I'm not trying to be a prude or anything like that, but, you know, as a parent, you know, giving the lines to your child like that, it's one thing if if they're in someone else's movie and therefore you got it, but for you to want to have your child say all those things, I, 
I mean, first of all, it, it says that Kevin Smith really knows that, that she's the perfect person for this role. No question about that. I mean, but again, this is this is Jay and Silent Bob. There's there's no question about that. So yeah, but I, I think she did a nice job. I, I still, I mean, Jay and Silent Bob are still my favorite characters in the movie. There's there's nobody else who's gonna be able to to do things better than they do and and outshine them. Even though, you know, here we're talking, this is what, 25 years after the original after we were first introduced to them in clerks. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they they still they're they're still bringing it even after 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. As Tom made a point though, though it's, it's interesting, interesting that, that he cast her in this because he is her daughter. daughter. But, but she did get her own role in in Month and a Half Hollywood. So really she became a star on her own. And then she also, I think she's doing, I forgot what TV show she's doing now, that she got on her own. Because she did one time in Hollywood. Right. So, really, at the end of the day, she could be, be like everybody else, else in the movie, movie who was a star outside of this world. I mean, she's so not like, like Sofia Coppola. Coppola. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. We can on. And I love the fact that this entire movie is Kevin, as you said, Kevin having his daughter make fun of him. The entire movie. Like, that's pretty what we're doing. We're making fun of her father and her, pretty much her uncle that she considered her second father. The entire movie. Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah, completely. <laughs> it's my two dads, my two the, dads movie. the movie. movie. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Well, oh, this man. one and this one, there's 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 no question as to who's the father, because apparently, uh, you know, Silent Bob uh, wasn't one of the uh, what what's the, what's the phrase that she referred to him as the Mister Come Quick Thumbnail. Yes, <laughs> yes. That, is that is on. They know that that this is Jay's child, <laughs> even though ironically she looks more like Silent Bob. <laughs> Although quite honestly, I would like to see Jay and Silent Bob go through the plot of Father's Day. Father's <laughs> Day. Let's put it this way: if if Billy Crystal and Robin Williams weren't able to 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 make Father's Day enjoyable, I don't think that Jay and Silent, I don't think that the two of them could could do any better. <laughs> eh, I actually liked Father's Day, but. I don't know that movie. I don't know that movie. Yeah. So, I, I, don't, so, I, I don't know the reference yeah. at all. No one brought that Kyle knows more references than I do. That's just how the That's world, just world, how world, the world works. <laughs> but anyway, but, anyway um, actually, um, actually, what I find, what funny, I find funny about the whole there is a story. I remember I was working with somebody at the Orange at the airport, and I always joked that his daughter was a hell of a lot more attractive. We always joke. I'm not doing it. There's a bunch of guys hung out. That we always joke that his daughter was more attractive than he was. And we always joke, like, how did that happen? <laughs> and he always said that the, he always joked that his daughter is hotter than him because his is coming from his freaking son, from her father. Hotter than him because that's how the generational genes work. You get two other people making a good-looking kid. I don't think that works here. That's because John Swabuck no. is really attractive. <laughs> but I think I just wanted to tell that story because it made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> her jeans canceled his out. Canceled his out. Good point. Good point. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, the attractive yeah, jeans canceled out the hideous, hideous fucking, fucking chud jeans. 
So, so I, I, I love, love watching, watching Harley. Harley. Actually, Actually now, now making from Jay being culturally insensitive through silence. Only something that would happen here. Like, I just, like my 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 Millie actually going through this whole thing and being like, he's insensitive, he's horrible, because he he actually did not understand Soapy P as a name, which not gonna lie, I I don't blame him because it's yeah. kind of a weird name. It's a weird name. I don't think at first they're using her to set up Twitter culture, and then as her character develops, she gets a lot more well-rounded and a lot more likable as the movie goes on. True. Yeah. Very very true. And I do like how he mispronounced her name, Sopa Penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's Jay for you. That's the way he 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 rolls. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the first thing that comes to his mind. Um, I think what still makes him likable is he's not a malicious idiot. No, he's just an idiot. He's an idiot. Yeah, I'd rather deal with an idiot than a malicious idiot. Yeah, he doesn't know any better. So. Um, um, I, I, I like, I the, like fact the fact that I do signing, and, and I remember being in theater, theater and people were like, like, we have to read subtitles? They were actually getting mad that they had to read subtitles in the theater. I'm like, really, people? What are you doing? Why are you complaining? Were we expecting the character who can't speak or hear to speak? I'm sorry, what is she, Professor X? I think that's one of those ways where you can tell, tell the audience, audience did not did not expect to come, in, come in, in and have to deal with subtitles because all of a sudden she's talking in the language and subtitles, subtitles come up, up. And, it's and it's like oh okay, okay. this well, is what we're doing. doing. I, I think they may have expected maybe having I mean personally, I I like having I like I watch anything I can with subtitles. You know, again, I don't like foreign movies, so I don't like having to read subtitles where I'm translating. But I like having the subtitles there in order to make sure that I don't miss anything that's being said. Oh, I agree. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, use it as a crutch. Like, like well, for, <laughs> me, for me, I have, I have the subtitles on when we're doing shows like this. Like, I have yes, screen up and I have subtitles on. Does it miss something. something? Never know. Never know. I prefer a dub over a sub any day. All right. So, so we have a couple of um, couple movie references here. First of all, they dropped the fireplace, which. I love the fact that he says that that's Silent Bob's favorite movie, which made me laugh. And, and um, um, that, of course, is the um, 2018 horror movie by um, John Krasinski. And then they drop The Shape of Water, which is a 2017 romantic fantasy by um, Guillermo del Toro. And Kyle off the year. Those are your apartment. Why I play, Why I play Shape of Water. Got it. Oh. I haven't, seen, I, I haven't seen The Shape of Water yet, but I have seen A Quiet Place. I thought it was fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Blue Mouse is good. They're very good. When they're bad, we get Black Christmas 2019 and The Craft Legacy. Fair enough. Rob, any thoughts on these movies that they reference? Okay, well, I mean, I'm not a fan of horror movies, so The Quiet Place I saw, but I didn't really like it that much. It was It was okay. But The Shape of Water, I loved. I thought it was such a great idea. I mean, I'm, I'm a big uh, Guillermo del Toro fan, and I, I'm also a fan of, of fantasy-type movies, and the way that they blend things together in Shape of Water is just great. You know, taking this merman who falls in love with this deaf woman, and, you know, I mean, obviously, the, the movie is completely unbelievable, but 
it's just a lot of fun. It feels yeah, like I'm, it could I'm be a backstory sure for Ape Sapien. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would have, you know, if if I think that it really deserves to win Best Picture that year, but I still think it was it was a fun movie and it was good and and I like the fact that they did it in the you know the early '60s, so you know they're able to to put in the the Cold War aspects of it and stuff like that. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a better choice for Best Picture than say you know another long Oscar bait film about you know gay cowboys eating pudding. Well, no, I, I thought that year that that uh, three billboards was gonna was gonna, you know, take everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, all we'll right, move on. We'll move on. And I and like the fact I that like Jay, the fact Jay is impressed, is impressed by, all by all the various, various um, ribbons and ribbons and diplomas and stat and like all the all the awards she has for just being smart. Like I like did that. You, did smart. you take Not a look? Smart. Did you take a look at some of that stuff that's there? I tried to do a minute. I tried to do a minute. I couldn't read a lot of them. Could not read okay. a lot of so, so first of all, she's she's got an elementary school diploma there. Fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she, she has a uh, whole bunch of trophies. There's a trophy with what looks like two guys bashing each other. Uh, maybe it's like a foot, maybe it's football or wrestling or something like that. There's that's a funny. trophy with someone who looks like a valedictorian. There's a trophy <laughs> with an angel. There's There's a hockey trophy. There's a dean's list certificate. There's like a gymnastics do. trophy, and and what what I found hilarious is the fact that they don't just have first place ribbons there. They have first place, second place, third place, fourth place. You know, they have ribbons with all the different places. It doesn't matter where she came in. You know, in these various competitions, you know, she has she has an award for most team spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what does that so ribbon smell like? I don't know. <laughs> it was like Seattle, not Chicago. Fair enough. Fair enough. Although now, I think the two guys bashing each other, each other could just be just be her uh, award for the Street Fighter Two tournament. It could be. It's very possible. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm trying to sneak a participation ribbon in there somewhere. I'm sure there was. I mean, there were so many that you just couldn't read what they what what it said on them. So it was a little difficult to tell. I mean, the rest of the decoration in the room is also just amazing. Uh, whoever did the production design of this room, it's just you. I was just so shocked at all the different things there. I mean, they have a a poster that that has all the different letters of sign language on it, which is, which, yeah. which, which is is cute that they added that in there. You know, here you have uh, two characters who are using sign language to one another, and they they put that up there because she she does mention it's her best friend. Okay, they. The the they have a picture of a group of women holding hockey sticks, like a black and white picture. So I actually did research to figure out what that what, what that's a picture of, and I actually found found it. It's from one of the very first women's hockey teams called the the Victorias, who were in oh. Victoria, British Columbia in 1915. So I've heard of them. Yeah, I've I've never heard of them. I'm not a I'm not a hockey fan, and I'm definitely not a uh, female hockey fan, you know. If I'm if I'm not a male hockey fan, I don't think I'm going to be sitting and watching, you know, female hockey games or whatever. But I, I think it it the, the that that picture itself establishes once again how much of a feminist she is, True. you know, because she's walking around with a hockey stick, which is a callback to, to Clerks itself. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. point. Well, well, I, I actually, actually I like the fact, I like that, the they fact that they did that. Though. Because, because real, real Kevin, Kevin in, in hockey, hockey. 
So you throw so the talk right. references in there. And also, also it has the feminism that, that is perfect for her character. Because yeah, why, why would you do research, research and know the first mm. women talking, talking to you? I wouldn't would, would expect, expect to see a um, poster of like 98 Olympic Games. Because that was the first U.S. First Olympic women hockey team. Like I would expect that, you know? You know? So, it's possible uh, that it was there and we just missed it because again there's yeah, so many yeah. she has so many collages there and she has she has like calendars you know she has like a you know calendars where you're counting down towards something or whatever it it's hard to read what's written on them i saw one of them says may so there you know must have been april or may or or may or june who knows she also has a, a, a picture of you know the famous picture with with the three monkeys you know the speak no evil see no evil hear no evil i don't, yeah. I don't know what what I don't know what the exact order is, whether it's see or hear or speak first or whatever it is. So I, I believe actually, it's see or hear. I, I believe it's speak, see, hear. I think. I'm looking at wrong. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I, I, thought, know, about that I thought it was the executive, the legislative, and the judiciary. Exactly that too. <laughs> <laughs> and also, let's just kind of. I have a feeling that, that if Jay heard the word valedictorian, he would just laugh. Yeah, oh, he, 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 he wouldn't even know what it is. <laughs> He'd just, just laugh, laugh at Dick. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's a good point. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I, I also I do like the fact that they set her up as a feminist without being overbearing. Well, well yeah, they're, they're, they're light on the feminism, yeah. heavy yeah. on the veganism. Yeah, which we'll get to later. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually, I actually found the poster that that she that that she has on her wall, and you can find it on on a, on a website called uh, Fine Art Americana. And you can actually buy the poster. I think I think it was like forty three dollars or something like that for the poster. So because it, it's a very interesting picture of the the three monkeys. So yeah, I um quickly looked it up, and it is on here. See, speak. So that is the order. So, so, so there you go. okay. So someone someone should tell Gene Wilder and and Richard Pryor that. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, I just have the actual statue. Right in front of me. So, <laughs> so that actually was um, laughing because they someone just put up um, a reference from Friends where they made that joke in Friends and they were making comparisons. That's why I remember that came up recently. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say that whole Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor joke. Now, if they had actually put Marley Matlin in there, that would have been a truly, truly great movie there. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. There <laughs> And also, I do like how one of the posters on the wall is for a movie called Bussing, and it's and done, it's done yes. in the same style as the clerk's poster. It is. The first yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that also. So, all right. We did, you, did you notice any other movie references? Okay. Oh, I have the screen up. This is going to be like doing Where's Waldo here. Where's Waldo here? So, let's see. They have Let Your Light Shine. Let's see. They have Let Your Light Shine. Uh, I'm not really seeing a lot here, uh, but here because really we're trying to see the screens around this small here. Trying to see the screens around this small here. What are the references you find, Rob? Rob, what are the references you find, Rob? What are the references you find? Well, obviously there's the the Ted Underhill. Yeah, yeah. we might have already discussed. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. we have talked about Ted Underhill. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have talked about Ted Underhill. <laughs> right, but I, I think one of the problems is is that I don't think in Fletch they actually mentioned that, that his first name is Ted. I think it's just Mister Underhill the whole time, isn't it? 
Oh no, they do right. mention his first name is Ted. They mention his name is Ted. Uh, okay, all right. When uh, they I thought Mr. Underhill left for the day. He said, "Oh no, he'll be right back." Ted, Ted just went out for his urinalysis. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Fletch. So I I like that that reference there. Fair enough. All right. So, um, Bill is here that they're going to California, and they realize how big the um comic going to is. Which, which they did not, not know at the beginning of the movie. Now they're realizing how big the con is. But in order for us to have Billy and James all do stuff, we have to get our parents out of the picture. And they're going to Machu Picchu. Which I think is funny. It's hilarious. It almost sounds like we're going to play Zombie Safe But then I had an issue with Logo Dialogue. He says, I put $20 in the fridge. In the fridge. In the fridge. Why are you bringing money in the fridge? fridge. 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 <laughs> Cold cash? Cold cash? Oh, yeah. I heard that. I heard that. Did I hear that wrong? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I moved it back. I, I, you know, rewinded a little bit just to make sure that I got that right. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. The same thing. He the stashes fridge. it in the and baking also, soda container. <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's and behind the, the mayonnaise, next to the ketchup, and to the left of the coleslaw. <laughs> yeah, and, but but two hundred dollars also isn't very much to give her if they're going away to Machu Picchu. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not a lot of money. Well, I think she also did not go anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. So right. like, so like, so if they're staying so home, they're staying home and they're ordering food and stuff, and we all know how long, we they're, right. how long they're gonna be gone. <laughs> so, so. Hey, hey, hey. So, so I think that's hysterical. hysterical. Feels like the setup for risky business. Business. They're just, they're just missing, uh, what is it, the, the, the glass, uh, the, the sunglasses and, glasses, you know, old you know, time. No, the glass bowl. The thing that, oh, cracked. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Now, did you guys notice before, um, yeah, before we leave the room, did you guys notice that there, there are two doors in this room and they both look like they're going to hallways? Which yeah, makes absolutely weird. No yeah, sense. I think that's weird. If it's so sad. Why are there two doors? Why are there two doors? The only thing I can see is maybe meant to go like a bathroom, like a bathroom. And it did that. No, it, it looks like a hallway. That's the thing. Yeah. There's yeah. the one. There's the door where where Jay and Bob are standing, and then there's the other door which looks like a hallway. It doesn't even look like it could possibly be a bathroom. Maybe maybe they have this this humongous bathroom there and it has a hallway first. I don't know. It it really weird. Weird. I'm looking yeah. at it. And. and it almost, almost may, may be a walk, walk into, into a bathroom, bathroom but, I, but I, I see what you're what saying. You're saying. Hmm. I, I actually know it's like a walkway. It might just be, it 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 might just be a, massive a massive house. A massive house. Is it something? something? the New Orleans. And they just and had they a massive set. And then they play around with it. So. I do like the fact that Millie calls Mr. Underhill. He calls him Methy Marvin. Which is very funny. Worst children's plush toy ever. I was going to say, don't give him his meth for a while and he'll get the DTs. <laughs> so, I love, so I love how after she shakes his hand, she like wipes her hand on her on her jacket. <laughs> they were a little bit ahead of the time. They should have like hands That would be funny. That would be funny to me. Um, but two at a time. Um, it was. It was. Keep in mind the horror. The movie ended. Little about two weeks before COVID. 
So, so yeah. we're not going to have those jokes in there, yeah. So, like, I remember Kevin talking about that on the club. That the tour ended literally. He got back from the tour, and then the world got shut down. Like, two weeks later. So, that was the same timing. So. the last, last song, or like brand new single, just came out. Who knows? It's related to the fact that. We now have a, a, a younger generation in the on, on screen. True, and, and, I remember, and again, the music's in her room, so you know that's something that theoretically she should be listening to. That's a good, that's point. A good point. Very good point. Yeah. What's also, What's also I, find I find cool is that, that I remember Kevin talking about how he actually would get advice from Harley, Harley and her boyfriend, boyfriend on, on music for this movie. movie. Like, like I, I found the song. What are you putting in the movie? So if, so if you're hearing a long song, it, it might be coming from Harley and her boyfriend. So that's, that's interesting to me. Oh, wow. Now, I have another question. I mean, when, when, when she hears that they're going to Chronicon, okay, and she's, like, really shocked. Now, shouldn't she have recognized the fact that Chronic and Bluntman look like Jay and Silent Bob? So she either she, – she could think of one of two things. Either this is the original Chronic and Bluntman or – these people are already dressed up to go there. She should have seen that before they even mentioned the fact that they're going to Chronicon. I, I can, can explain that. Because if you're, if you're no later on in the movie, movie when, when they, they get, get to Chronicon, Con, it then it looks that they're that all, they're all the same. same. So, maybe. so maybe. She, she doesn't, doesn't even know what Chronicon actually is, but her, her friend, friend wants to go. go. Okay. And, and, has to do, and maybe she doesn't really think about Jason Because that could be it. Because later yeah. on, I remember the line later, I believe it's like, it's like why, why are you dressed like, like them? Like why are they dressed, they dressed like us? That can be it. She doesn't know them. Her friend does. And she just wants to support her friend by getting her trying to kind of get the movie. Right. That's true. Yeah. And her friend's probably like, they look familiar. No way. That could be too. That's a for you. Now, it's funny that, that Jay, when, when he refers to himself as Mr. Underhill here, Ted Underhill, and, and then he, he calls Bob Mr. Taint. Right? So, <laughs> so I, I, I actually looked up, and there's a whole bunch of, of definitions of what Taint is. Obviously, he's using the, the, the one that, that, that Jay is referring to, obviously, is the slang term for the uh, perinarium, perinarium, right. something like that. And... <laughs> Right, close enough. But I, I found another definition that was great. It's it's used in programming. Okay, it's it's a marker indication that a variable is unsafe and should be subjected to additional security checks. <laughs> now, now that is completely <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob. 
There's something like unsafe that. about them and that they they definitely need more security checks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <sighs> so let's go, go meet Reggie. Reggie. Finally Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> and, and this, this is where me freak out in the theater. Because I knew where Larry Dawson was moving. I didn't know. What's your plan in the theater? So, so I have a huge Rosario Dawson fan. I love Rosario Dawson. Even before her suit. I love Rosario Dawson. I'm a red I'm hard head. Head. So, of so course. course. <laughs> I, know I know her from there. there. Nowadays, she is, she is a Sopitano. Sopitano. For those who don't for know. For those who don't know. Who is currently in The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. In Book of Boba Fett. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And of course, and of course, in Ahsoka next year. Out next year. Um, um, obviously, Becky and obviously Becky and Clerks too. Which is why, why he's back, back here. here. Rob, Rob, your thoughts, your thoughts on Rosario Dawson as an actress and in this movie. Well, first of all, I've I've known her for a long time because she was in a movie that I saw ooh, almost twenty years ago called Shattered Glass. Okay, have okay. you ever seen it? With, I've, uh, I've, I've seen it. Okay, I I love that movie. I think it's a mm. great story about you know it's, it's based on a true story about a a journalist for the new republic magazine who was basically faking his stories so she's in that movie she plays one of the main characters named andy and so i i've known her from back then i mean that was i mean she had been in maybe 10 or 12 movies before that it's also but, a movie that pretty much shows, shows that uh, george, george lucas, lucas really screwed, screwed over hating christians and what it means to his career. career that's true that's true because Hayden Christensen can be a good actor. He's a, in that and uh, Life is a House. He's also yeah, yeah. you know. And so yeah, I've 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 followed her career. Also, I've seen her in, in a lot of things that she's been in. I, I thought she was great. Also in Seven Pounds with uh, yeah. with, with with Will Smith. I mean, I didn't think the movie itself was that great, but I thought that she did a nice job considering considering what what the story deals with and stuff like that. And you know it's it's always fun seeing her pop up in movies. I saw her in Unforgettable like two months ago, and I it was very it was a very unforgettable movie. Fitting, I see that. Completely. It was funny. funny. I, 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 I was going through IMDb, IMDb, and I was not going to go through all the meta we do on the show. But I was like, oh yeah, Men in Black too. I love her there. Like, did you notice she does she does the voice for Wonder Woman in all the DC yeah. animated films? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's a big deal. Handling for Go Big Show on TBS. So, like, he's everywhere. It sounds like the beginning of a bad joke, too. Completely. We got to figure something out because um, Cody Rose is no longer with AW, so no longer in the Turner family. So, I'm wondering how they're going to do next season. Anyway, we find out that Reggie is her wife, which is a nice surprise. It's a very nice surprise. I was like, Awesome. 
it's not surprising that they would actually freak out over this. They would freak out over this. He he turned. He he made her play for the other team. He angry and and also turned on. Oh, it's knowing the truth. Knowing knowing them, I don't blame them for being turned on. And also, I just love the fact that nobody seems to address. Hey, she looks like she. She looks like Dante's wife here. It's either they clone Becky, or Becky is just really, 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 really going all in on an affair here. Or is it a twin? Could be. Because yeah, how many times do they, they reference like God looks like a land for So many times. So it's the only blue ball that she's had the twin sister. And here's yeah. And, <laughs> and because you brought up God, I have to say it now. The fucking Bible. Hey, the holy fucking Bible, son. <laughs> I'm curious if they cover this in Clerks 3. Because obviously it was obviously there, there as that. So I'm curious, as a joke, they'll probably it, reference it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they reference it there. Yeah, I, I just said I don't know what we're gonna do. I can't wait to see what they do. I know the movie's coming out a couple months after we do the show, so okay. I'm interested how that's gonna go. So we'll we'll know by then. Yes, <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> we'll we'll know then what we don't know now. Pretty much. Well, it's interesting. I don't know when the movie's coming out. But, but I, I do, do know, know from the Catholic Club that they're planning on touring by the, by end, the end of the summer. summer. So that means so that means it's coming out this, this summer. summer. <laughs> and I it's all away. Mm. All we can do is hope. Yes, yes I'm hoping. hoping. And, and trust me, we'll be seeing it like we saw this movie in the theater. theater. I guarantee it. We'll be seeing it in the theater. So this is where your reference point from earlier they start, start making fun of Jay's dick, dick. <laughs> which is hysterical. So funny. Um, what's funny to me about this is if you ever listen to Kevin's stand-up, this is actually how he referred to his own penis. <laughs> no, what, Mr. Cumquick Thick? Yeah. Cum dick? He makes that joke by himself. In, okay. It's that actually funny sense. that the person that gave birth to his daughter in the movie. He's making fun of it. Like he makes fun of himself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Makes sense. It can also seem like with that silent Bob joint that he made, made the Jays just projecting. Ah, good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Very true. I love how they say um, that you're a living legend. For all the wrong reasons. I love the point that the song, the Loser, is still playing in the background. And she said that. And the lyrics on the bottom say, I'm a loser, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, we hear that we hear that I think twice in, in the end of you know, in between while they're talking. Yeah, it's such a very funny moment. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you know if you just like to stop by stop by on your way home from Hollywood, you know, like you do. <laughs> you, know, you know, they say like it's a jaunt down to the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not less, but I, I know the drive from Jersey to Chicago to Milwaukee is like 12 to 13 hours. No, so, it's even more. It's even more. I, I, I grew up in Detroit, and so the, okay. the, the trip from, from New Jersey to Detroit was about 12 hours. 
and from Detroit to Chicago, I think is five. So even if you cut off an hour or two hours in between or something like that, so it's probably like 14, 15 hours. That's what I would think. Yeah, but I think you just drive fast. Because I know I got there. It depends on how fast uh, Fred Armiston drives. But I, I remember <laughs> in Pennsylvania, I remember in Pennsylvania, they, 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 they have a lot of speed traps. Oh, and that's six it, hours. That's six to six hours of your trip. So yeah, I, I hate, hate driving in the rain. That, that is one of my least favorite things in the world. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so boring. boring. And, and especially because I like to do most of the driving. And I hate driving through Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, you just listen to podcasts. Yeah. By the way, I did map it from Milwaukee, where I'm sitting, to my hometown in Jersey is 13 hours. So really. Yeah, that's interesting. According to my map, that, maybe, so. maybe, maybe, uh, this, maybe it's because the speed limit is higher than when I was a kid. How's that? Maybe. I haven't, done, I haven't done that trip in, in over 20 years, 20 and over 30 years, probably. No, 20, 25 years, probably was the last time I did that trip. So I guess you can just drive faster. Yeah. And hope, and not, and hope not to get caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact, fact that like, like 80 changes from like, from like 55 to 55 to 70, 70 and then it goes, goes back, back down, down as you get to Jersey. So nah. it doesn't rotate. It's, it's like just like driving here in Wisconsin when I have to drive up. I do a lot of driving for my job. And mm-hmm. like you drive up to like Grafton, it's like 70. 70. But when you get back to Milwaukee, it's 55. So it really depends on where you're driving. Okay. That's fair. So, yep. But you know, I'm talking history. I'm not talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> I did the drive like in the last decade. So, no, all right, you, you, you trumped me on that one. There you go. You got me. You got me. Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. So, so it's one of those things. So did I. So did I. I, yeah. I was born We're in Jersey. Born, born in Jersey. Where in Jersey? Uh, Lakewood. Oh, Gar- Garfield. Okay. Lakewood's uh, near Tom's River. If, yeah, I lived in Garfield. Yeah, I lived in Garfield. Oh, okay. There you go. And then when I, when I was when I was eight when I was eight we moved to Detroit. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. So I, so I, I do always I love do, the fact that Jay, Jay has to has say, to say everything, everything that's in his mind. Like we did not know like this already. We did not know this already. I think we didn't just watch the last 20 minutes. Explaining what's going on. Explaining what's going on. Because he has to just <laughs> say, has to the last time I was in Chicago, we were in Chicago. We were in Chicago. We were in Chicago. We couldn't find Sherman, Illinois. And this time I didn't get late. And this time I didn't get late. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and now he knows what happened when he got late 20 years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very true. Yes. Very true. Uh, so then, uh, so then, <laughs> one second. Can, um, I, can I just get back up one second um, on something before, before you get to, go ahead. To, to the next point? So, go for it. you know, they, they when, go for it. when Reggie is talking and she says we're going to be late and we have to, we're going to, we're going to miss O'Hare. And they said they hate O'Hare. Now, what do you guys know about the airport in O'Hare? Do you know who was named after? I, I don't know what it was named after, but I know I don't like flying out of it. <laughs> right, okay. no, I'm talking about the history of the, of the airport itself. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, so first of all, it was it was named after a naval pilot named Edward Henry O'Hare, who was oh. shot down in 1943. Oh. He was the first, the Navy's first fighter ace of World War II, and hmm. he was also the first naval aviator who received the Medal of Honor during World War II. So I mean that's fascinating and everything like that. But what was even more fascinating when I when I dove a little deeper in, his father was known as Easy Eddie. His name was Edward Joseph O'Hare, and he was a lawyer for Al Capone. Oh, oh, all right. And he actually 
he's the one who helped federal prosecutors convict Capone on tax evasion. And a week before Capone was released from Alcatraz, so he was shot to death. Wow. Yeah, in November 1939. So I I just thought that very interesting. I mean, I never knew this before. You know, I always wondered, I never thought about the fact that O'Hare, like, who is that? What is that? You know, it's named after somebody. So now I know. And now you know. um, General Mitchell is the airport by us. And like, if you walk through, they have literally, I used to work there, and they have an entire like history, like little mini museum talking about the history of like why the airport is named General Mitchell Airport. Like, it's actually really interesting. I'm not sure if O'Hare has something like that because I never really walked through the airport and board like I did it, Mitchell. Because sometimes you have downtime and it doesn't matter to do, so you walk around the airport. (laughs) Right. So. And um, me and my friends would walk through that. It was the fun part about it. It was right across the street from Gelato Stand that would give us off through Gelato. So, <laughs> oh wow, from working there. So I always like that. Um, so we continue on here. We are just about done with our minutes because we. Uh, I, I find it so funny that the two of them try to be so polite, asking Jane and Bob to take them on their road trip. Millie and Sophie try to be so polite, and um, Jay wants nothing. Just says no. Which is fine. I understand his his point of view, but we end our minutes with them taking drawing knives on them. <laughs> Great switchblade move! <laughs> wow! wow. I, I, through the theater, we did not see that coming. Let's be honest. I don't blame Jane because I think she. Let's be honest. She ambushed him with a hockey stick, hockey stick, and basically put him down and insulted him throughout the entire time they met. True, but. I, I, I love she called him the older guy, yeah. the older one. <laughs> Jay got, Jay, Jay got uh, very insulted by that because Jay is four years younger than 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 Tyler, or Jason Muse is four years younger than Kevin Smith. So I think that yeah. was the, the <laughs> in joke there. Yeah, yeah I guarantee that was in there because, because of that. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, it, but it's because Jason looks older than than uh, than Kevin Smith does. It was the drugs. Yes. Could be because no, but also yeah. it could also be Kevin Smith's uh, healthier lifestyle after his heart attack. Who knows? Yes, yes. Very true. Maybe, it, maybe it made him look a little, uh, you know, a, a little better. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah that's true. So I, yeah. I saw the the, the switchblade thing, and I, so I decided to do a little bit of research about switchblades. Okay, first of all, what mm-hmm. what do you guys know about about switchblades? The problem is I think. Okay, I will. I will do so. So, first of all, there are three types of switchblades. Okay, you have a switchblade that has a side opening. Okay, where when you push a button, it pops up from from the side. The problem with those is you got to be more careful how you're holding it because you, you can't have such a tight grip around it. Otherwise, you're going to cut your hand. That makes right. sense. Then, the, yeah. Then the second time you have, they're, 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 the second two types are known as OTF knives, the out out the front knives. So you, one of them is a double action, which when you push a button, it pops out, and then you push another button, it pops back in. The problem with those is that uh, the springs can uh, can can break quite easily because they have so much use going back and forth. And then you have what are known as single action OTF knives which are the ones that we're probably more familiar with, where you push a button, the blade pops out, and then you use your hand to put it back in or on something 
or something like that. And those, those are, they're manually retracted. So apparently those, those are the best. I don't know, I've never used a switchblade, so I couldn't tell you which, which of the three is the best and which one you shouldn't use. Now, of the 50 states, and how many states do you think it's illegal to carry a switchblade in? Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna guess. guess. Um, how did you get there? Um, maybe eight. Okay, what do you say, Kyle? Okay, what was the question? Illegal, illegal to carry a switchblade. How many states in the country? Fifteen. Okay. The answer is five. There are only five, five states. There are only five states that is illegal to carry a switchblade: Delaware, Hawaii, New Mexico, Virginia, and Washington. All right. Now there are another five states which are it's known as limited. Okay. So first of all, in Pennsylvania, you can only possess it. Sorry, in Pennsylvania and in New Jersey, you can only possess it if you have a if you have it for a lawful purpose. Can either you think of, <laughs> can either of you think of a lawful purpose for having a switchblade? Uh, I can't. Um, being a vigilante? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Surgeon? No, no. Uh, I don't want to go into a surgeon who's using a switchblade to cut it out. Now we're going to cut you open and get rid of that cancer. There you go. And by the way, if you happen to happen to feel any discomfort while this is going on, please let me know. I'd hate to miss it. Well, they should make sure that they're they're not using a single action because, you know, if you push too hard into the body, it's going to retract. Oops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in New York, you have to have a hunting, fishing, and trapping permit in order to to, to carry a knife also, a switchblade. In Minnesota, it's illegal unless you have a proof that you're either a collector or that you own a store of curios and, and antiques. Those are the only people that are allowed to to have switchblades in Minnesota. And the final one that has a limited one is Illinois, which is where we are right now, right? So uh, you're only allowed to carry it if you also have a firearm owner's identification card. Okay. So that would mean that both Millie and uh, Sophie, Sophie. Must actually, Sophie must actually have um, <laughs> gun, they must have gun permits also. Oh, oh dear God, that <laughs> would have been a great gag. <laughs> Because yeah, they're doing it on their Wait, front you guys can't carry those things here. Yes, we can. <laughs> I will guarantee, because this is from the New Orleans, that did not come up. <laughs> you, you want to know what, 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 what uh, the, the rules are in New Orleans? Sure, uh, let's find out. Orleans, let's see, Louisiana. Louisiana, it's illegally, illegal to intentionally conceal a switchblade on one's person. But it's it's legal to carry it, but you can't conceal it. How can, can you, you accidentally, accidentally conceal it? Yeah, oops! I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oops, I tripped and I accidentally concealed my switchblade. <laughs> oh crap! I accidentally activated it. I need the hospital. <laughs> yeah. And since since you guys are from Wisconsin, so so we'll go there. So it's. To carry, it's legal for adults not convicted of a felony. And to conceal it, it's legal unless possessed or carried by a felon or on government property and other weapons-free zones. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, makes sense. Yeah, I yeah that makes sense. sense. Why not? You didn't expect it. I, I like. No, I, I like to, to. I like to bring to the shows. You know, I, 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 unexpected things. Expect yeah. the unexpected when you have me on it. I can't explain. I cannot explain whatsoever. Well, that is where we end our minutes with nice talk. Hello, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. This here is called a switchblade. Can you say that? I'm going to go Mr. Robinson neighborhood or Mr. Rogers. <laughs> that was the real series finale of Mr. Rogers. All right. With, with, um, well, you guys do know what Mr. Robinson's neighborhood is, right? Yeah. It's the Saturday Night Live skits with uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Right. Uh, just, yeah. Just making sure. Sorry. No, I got it. Um, so, with two plugs for next episode, episode, we will have the big, look at the always on my podcast. The Blink and South Show crossover event that I, I'm not even lying. I don't even know who's showing up because they haven't recorded yet. But I know Sal will be there. I know Mike will be there. But I have a feeling people might be there as well. So look we'll for that in our next show. Um, Rob, point away. All right. So my podcast is called Movie Rob Minute. Right now, since we are in the middle of June, I'm just about to finish my second season. We're right now doing. Planes, trains, and automobiles, one minute at a time. You can come and take a look at it. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, or just go to our website. We'll, at the beginning of July, begin our third season, which, as of recording, I still don't know what movie it will be yet. So it's a surprise to me and <laughs> to you also. So, you know, come take a look at it, take a listen. Uh, we have a lot of fun recording it, and hopefully everyone has fun listening to it. Fair enough. <laughs> and as always, you can listen to me over at the Blake Attack Show with Mark. Go we'll subscribe to that and um, enjoy us over there. We have a um, very busy summer over there with a strange paper schedule that we are covering too. So go enjoy us over there every single Friday. Rob, thank you so much for joining us here. And uh, for those listening, we have some tech issues. Right for some time. So, um, Rob, here with us, our tech issues. And, and also, also schedule issues. Just to show up. <laughs> so, yeah, no yeah. problem. What, what's the big deal if it only takes a month to, to, to get the scheduling down? No problem. Exactly. Especially we, when we're recording five life. months in advance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get out of here. I'll see you on the next episode, everybody. Again, thank you, Rob. Thank you guys and, um, for having me. It was such a pleasure. Great talking yeah. about this stuff. Oh, as always, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next show. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. Have a good day, everybody. Hi, Sopa Penis. Noinch, noinch, noinch. Smoking weed, smoking weeds. Doing coke, drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling baddies, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking blunts.